Good afternoon from New York. We're coming on the air with breaking news. Other big stories. The King of Pop has died. Michael Diana, Princess of Wales, has been killed in a car accident. Kurt Cobain, the leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead. And this is the story as we know it so far. Hey guys, welcome to the very first ever episode of Dead Famous The Pod, where we delve into what really happened to our stars, allegedly. Now look, I know what you're thinking. Isn't this a true crime podcast? What has Britney Spears got to do with that? Well, the recent allegations that she has released in her upcoming memoir are devastating to say the least, and honestly, should be a fucking crime. Britney says that when she was 19 years old, her then-boyfriend Justin Timberlake pretty much coerced her into having an abortion. She doesn't use the word force or anything, but she does say that if the choice was completely up to her, she wouldn't have done it. So that says it all. I'm pissed off and I want to talk about this. Anyway, so if you haven't heard, Britney Spears is releasing a book about her life that will be coming out, well, tomorrow actually. It feels like the whole world is just sitting and waiting for the tea and a lot of A-list celebrities have actually reportedly been gathering their lawyers, their PR teams since the news of this memoir has come out. I don't know about you, but that is very sus to me. Like what? Britney just says she's going to release a book about her own life and now you need to gather your band of slaves to do emergency damage control? Relax, the thing hasn't even been released yet. Like I said, sus as fuck. But I guess one celebrity who is right to be shaking in his boots is good old Justin Timberlake. Now, Britney Spears is a woman who needs no introduction, but just in case you live under an actual rock, I'll give you a little bit of background context. She started singing and dancing in the Mickey Mouse Club as a kid. She performed with people like Christina Aguilera, Ryan Gosling, Justin Timberlake, but she got her first big break and absolutely shot to fame when she released her first single in 1998 called Baby One More Time. Now, I don't know about you, but I personally remember still to this day exactly where I was when I first saw her on TV. It was the music video for this song. It was on MTV. I was in my first childhood home with all my siblings. Safe to say I fell in love right there and then. I remember being absolutely mesmerized by her, and I guess the world joined me in that adoration. Funny side note, I actually remember at the time my brother saying she was going to be another one-hit wonder, and oh boy, how wrong he could have been. So yeah, Britney Spears was quickly seen as America's sweetheart. She was only 17 at the time, and everyone just instantly adored her. She was a pop star legend and quickly gained the title Princess of Pop. However, with this newfound rise to fame, the media started giving her a really hard time. While other artists were out there growing, evolving, and expressing themselves in different ways, it seemed Britney just wasn't allowed to. For example, Britney's fellow childhood friend Christina Aguilera went from portraying herself as an innocent young girl into a more provocative version of herself, basically within the flick of a switch, and no one bat an eyelid. Britney, however, showed the smallest amount of stomach and was absolutely ridiculed. In a heartbreaking interview with Diane Sawyer in 2003, which was honestly just essentially a bashing of her as a person, like honestly, the judgment in Diane's voice throughout that interview is insane. But anyway, Britney says, what's the big deal when I do it? I don't understand. And Diane replies, well, I think everybody always thought you had a different relationship to young girls. See, now this pisses me off and it's something I will never understand. Especially for a pop star like Britney, whose actual career is to just simply be an artist, why is it her responsibility to worry about how anyone chooses to copy what she does? Like, she signed up to be a singer, not a babysitter. I'm sorry. Anyway, so the media gave her a really hard time. And to be honest, they never really stopped. 
While trying to deal with the new pressure of all the fame and the media constantly criticizing her, she also had a few horrible things happen in her personal life and it all eventually took a massive toll on her. She had a few public nervous breakdowns and honestly, the media really failed her through all of it. So many people loved to pretend they had her back through it, but the truth is most people turned on her and joined in on this public scrutiny. It's pretty safe to say she's never really been the same since, but now I guess we are finally seeing the root of it all. Now look, there's a world of things to say on the topic of Britney Spears, but I obviously need to keep it somewhat brief for the purpose of this episode, so I'm going to specifically focus on this new information with Justin Timberlake and break all of that down. So as I mentioned before, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears met when they were kids on the set of Mickey Mouse Club. They lost touch somewhere along the way, but they reunited in 1998 when Britney joined Justin's boy band NSYNC on tour as their opening act. We don't know exactly when their romantic relationship started, but sometime in 1999, Justin and Britney got into a relationship and went public with it in early 2000. This relationship lasted roughly three years, but when they first got together, she was 17 and he was 18 at the time. If you watch any interviews of theirs from this time, it's very obvious that they were head over heels in love. They were smitten, and for the first time, both Britney and Justin were shot into the spotlight for a different kind of way. If you want to see some happy snaps of Justin and Britney's, head to my Instagram at deadfamousapod where I've posted a couple photos of them. Honestly, it's actually really quite sad to see. She just looks so innocent and full of life in those photos. I guess these things never last long though because it all came to an abrupt end in 2002 and quickly turned sour. Britney confirmed the split in an interview in March that year when an interviewer jokingly asked if she was available. I guess he had a mad crush on her and was attempting to shoot his shot, but ended up striking goal when she said she was, quote, single right now. This was a shock to a lot of people and the media started speculating the reason for the split almost instantly. A few months later, Justin put the media out of their misery when he released a song called Cry Me A River. With the use of this song, he heavily implied that Britney cheated on him and that's why the relationship came to an end. He makes it pretty damn obvious with the lyrics stating, you don't have to say what you did. I already know I found out from him. Now there's just no chance for you and me and there never will be. If that isn't enough to get people talking, he also used a Britney lookalike in the music video to this song. The media quickly put two and two together and the world started to turn on her. However, there was still some doubt swirling around as Britney was still perceived as just an innocent young girl during this time. But Justin just had to go and add fuel to the fire when he heavily implied again that they did in fact have sex in an interview with Barbara Walters just to really secure that storyline that Britney was a harlot and he was the hero. Have a listen now. Brittany has always said, and I'm quoting, good morals mean waiting to have sex until after you've been married. Did you and she live up to this during your relationship? Sure. (laughs) Sure. To be honest, Justin started to care less and less what he said about her. He went on radio and was asked if he, quote, fucked Britney Spears and basically without hesitation replied by saying, okay, I did it. I'm dirty. Um, ill. He even also later released another song in 2006, What Goes Around Comes Around, just months after Britney's then-husband cheated on her. Like, we get it, okay? Move on with your life, please. So then in 2003, Britney Spears released her album called In The Zone. From that album, there's a famous single called Every Time, which is like a slow heartbreak ballad. Many people speculated that this song was about her split with Justin. It came out the year after the split, so I guess people just assume that. 
Britney moved on pretty quickly after that album though and actually ended up marrying one of Justin's backup dancers, Kevin Federline. To be honest, after all these years, I had no idea that K-Fed was Justin's backup dancer until I started the research for this podcast and now I'm like, oh, that's why you were so butthurt by this marriage, Justin. That kind of makes sense. But even still, Britney didn't owe him shit. Once they break up, all bets are off. She can get with whoever she wants. So Brittany and Kevin seemed super happy and even went on to have two kids together. And everything seemed to be going great for her, finally. Until, unfortunately, it wasn't. Brittany and Kevin broke up just after their second child was born and she filed for divorce in late 2006. Due to the breakdown of this marriage, an intense custody battle over her children and the intense media scrutiny, Brittany suffered a public meltdown. She infamously shaved her own head in a hair salon in LA and later that same month, she was photographed by paparazzi attacking a car with an umbrella. Now, she was so villainized for this at the time. She was called crazy and insane, all sorts of names. People even still love to joke about it to this day. But honestly, this whole ordeal is just a prime example of how society still does not understand mental health or maybe just doesn't take it as seriously as they should. She needed help not to be outlawed. Anyway, this new demonized portrayal of her image added really bad negative effects on the custody of her children and was also arguably one of the reasons Britney was made to enter into a conservatorship. If you don't know what a conservatorship is, it's basically handing your freedom and rights over to someone else, like all of them. You essentially can't make any decisions for yourself, including handling your own money and just stuff like that. As I said before, there's a world of things to say on Britney, but I won't get into that right now. Let's flash forward to present day for a second. Obviously, her book is coming out in a matter of hours now, but there have been some unreleased snippets from it already. So far, the biggest bombshell being that she got pregnant with Justin Timberlake's baby in 2001 and they made the decision to abort it. Now, she says the fact that she got pregnant was a surprise, but it wasn't a tragedy to her. She loved Justin and loved the idea of starting a family with him, so even though it was earlier than anticipated, she really wasn't mad at the situation. Justin, on the other hand, felt like he was too young to be a father and kept telling her that they were way too young for this. Now, again, Brittany doesn't exactly say that he forced her into it, but she does write that if the decision was left up to her alone, she would never have had the abortion. I can't even imagine making a decision like that purely in the interest of someone else's wishes. It was no easy feat for her, though. She writes in her book and quote, to this day, it's one of the most agonizing things I have ever experienced in my life. No wonder why she eventually snapped after all she's been through. And do you guys remember that song I mentioned of hers before called Every Time? Well, ever since this news broke, eagle-eyed fans have noticed it's probably not a heartbreak ballad aimed at Justin at all, but instead for their unborn baby. If you listen closely to the lyrics, the song says, I make believe that you are here. It's the only way that I see clear what have I done. Every time I see you in my dreams, I see your face. It's haunting me. I guess I need you, baby. It's not confirmed that this song is about the baby she aborted, but I had a look and there's very few songs Britney herself has ever been a songwriter on, but this is one of them, so I am pretty convinced. So Britney Spears did a performance for her song Every Time and before she starts singing, she tells the audience that she wrote this song in Germany. Now I had a look and she was in Germany for a tour for her Oops I Did It Again album. 
She did this tour in the year 2000 and those timelines really add up. She would have been about 1920 at the time, around the same time that she had the abortion. While I was at it, I also noticed that another song of hers called Someday I'll Understand, she wrote herself too. This one is not as well known, but essentially it was a love letter to a baby that she was pregnant with in 2005. However, I'm pretty convinced that in the lyrics of this song, she's making a nod to her first baby too. She sings, tell me somebody's watching over me and all I'm praying is that someday I'll understand in God's whole plan and what he's done to me. Someday I'll breathe and I'll finally see it all in my baby. No matter your take on all of this or your opinion of Britney Spears, there is no doubt that this whole situation is so fucking sad. She would have only been about 19 years old when she had the abortion, which is already so hard in itself, but then Justin had to go and paint her out as this horrible human to the media. What? All because his little ego was deflated? Ugh, yuck. It's just so sad to think how selfless she has been at keeping her mouth shut for so long, all the while he did everything he could to demonize her. It's sick. I don't think I would have been able to hold back if I was her, but thank God Britney is finally telling her side. Okay, so back in 2000, there were paparazzi photos of Justin and singer Nicole Appleton heading back to his hotel in London after a night out. Keep in mind that this is right in the middle of his relationship with Britney, but this was all swept under the rug pretty quickly and it was chalked down to them just being friends. However, Britney has now decided to bust this shit wide open because she said in her book that Justin cheated, quote, a couple of times. She doesn't say with who, but this is a story about Britney fucking Spears and not that guy from some band, so that information is irrelevant anyway. However, I do want to briefly talk about some of his behavior for a second, just so you get the idea how differently they were treated by the media and just how misogynistic Hollywood really is. First of all, there's the infamous Nipplegate. So Justin was performing at the Super Bowl halftime show with Janet Jackson in 2004, where he accidentally exposed her whole breast and nipple instead of her bra. Some people say this was meant to happen, but if you watch the video, it's pretty obvious by the look on her face that Janet is completely shocked and upset by it as soon as it happened. But as usual in Hollywood, she was banned from a variety of different events while he came out of it unscathed. For example, he made a public apology about it at the 2004 Grammys, which she wasn't even allowed to attend. Oh, but he apologized, you might say. No, he apologized to the general public for potentially offending them, but not to Janet as a woman who was unconsentingly publicly exposed. Like, yes, it was an accident and I get that, but the way he went about it after the fact is just not it. Next thing I want to add is that Justin Timberlake essentially publicly cheated on his wife and again, this was completely swept under the rug. So paparazzi got photos of him up on a balcony holding hands with some chick he was in a movie with and her hands were even draped over his legs as well at some point. Some might say it's innocent, but to me, that kind of touching to anyone other than your spouse when you're in a committed relationship is highly inappropriate. Like, I'm sorry, but if I saw photos of my boyfriend with a girl touching him where this chick was touching Justin, he would be dead meat. Anyway, Justin issued a public apology on his Instagram and says nothing further happened between them. So again, the world chose to believe him and he just got away with it essentially just because he's a man in Hollywood. Good for him. So look, I know I sound like I'm ripping into Justin here, but that really isn't my intention. I just can't deal with the double standards. I hate the fact that we live in a world where the guy gets to cheat on the girl and even goes so far as to force her to be rid of her child while all she did was kiss someone else during their relationship. 
She's also now gotten so much hate that it's completely destroyed her life while the guy has gotten nothing but praise. And all because what? He's a man? No, fuck that. She deserves better and we as a society have to do better to treat her with the respect she deserves. Let's be honest here, the media absolutely failed Britney, but something no one wants to talk about is that we still all fail her to this very day. I remember when I was younger myself, trying to stick up for Britney through her downfall, and I was always the odd one out. People thought I was crazy for sticking up for her. It's insane. Now let's just sit and imagine for a second just how different her life could have played out if the world instead chose to be loving, gracious, kind, empathetic, compassionate towards her, if the media had just treated her how they treated Justin. We really need to at least start making a change, guys. Like, can you imagine if Brittany was your sister or your friend or your wife, your daughter, anyone in your circle? Would you be happy with how she's been treated? No, of course you wouldn't. <sighs> okay, I know I'm on a rant, but I just want to say, in addition to starting to treat her with compassion, let's also use Britney's story as an example of what not to do anymore. There were so many things that led to her breakdowns. I can't even imagine going through the things she has, let alone in the public eye, and all we did was treat her like shit. It's an embarrassment that our world is still the way it is. We need to do better. And in the wise words of Chris Crooker, leave Britney the fuck alone. Because maybe if the media had given her the same treatment as they happily gave Justin throughout the years, she would be in a much healthier position today. I'll just leave you with this. If we as a society have the power to make someone's life even a little bit more bearable, shouldn't we absolutely grab hold of that opportunity? Anyway, I will shut up now. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like this, please give me a little rating and subscribe now if you want to keep up with all things celebrities and true crime. I promise next time it won't just be a rant about mental health, okay? Give me your feedback in my DMs on my Instagram account at deadfamousthepod and be sure to tell me any details I missed today because I'll be posting any juicy ones you guys tell me to my story. Talk to you then. Bye.